This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Sam invited his friends to dinner to show them the engagement ring he bought for his girlfriend. They sat down and he placed the ring on the table. Suddenly, the lights flickered off and the room went dark. When the lights came back on, the ring was missing. He called the manager and they interviewed his friends. Julie said she hadn't even gotten the chance to see the ring before the room went dark. Roger said he saw the ring's sparkly reflection as the lights went out, but nothing else. Michael said he was searching for his phone to snap a photo of the ring. The manager took a good look at everyone and knew who did it. You have 10 seconds to figure it out. It was Julie. When they sat down, she wasn't wearing gloves. Now she is. Liam's parents are police officers. They were working on a dangerous case and asked Liam to keep it a secret. After a week, he received a message from his mom telling him, Son, we're okay. Don't contact anyone. We've sent you $5,317. Liam thought the message was suspicious. He checked his bank account, but he hadn't received any money. He immediately called the chief of police. Why? Here are your 9 seconds. If you flip the number 5317 upside down and horizontally, it reads lies. His parents are in danger, and they're communicating with him in code. While walking down the street, Susie found 10 bucks. Three people were sitting on the roadside, and it was clear they needed some money. So she decided to help one of them. Kyle said, I need some money for shelter tonight. If you have something to spare, it will help me a lot. Jim said, you're a good girl. I don't have anything, and I don't know what you look like because I'm blind. But 10 bucks will buy me enough food for today and tomorrow. Susan said, I need money to feed my dog. He is at home and he's starving. Susan knew exactly who really needed help. You've got 8 seconds. She helped Kyle. Jim must have seen the $10, which is why he asked for the exact amount, even though he said he was blind. And Susan doesn't appear to be in much need since she has a place to stay. Mike is an undercover police officer. He had been following a suspect at the train station when the suspect exchanged a briefcase with another person. Michael followed the suspect further. The target walked into a huge corporate building. It was filled with security guards, and Mike couldn't get in. He saw through a window that the target went to the 10th floor. When Mike went back to his car, he found three uniforms in his truck. An electrician's uniform, a police officer's uniform, 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. A window cleaner's uniform. You've got seven seconds to pick one for Mike. The electrician would need to show some ID, so Mike would be outed as an imposter. The police officer would need to show some ID too, and that would ruin his undercover status. But the window cleaner doesn't have to go inside the building. He can climb up the window and pretend to clean them. Sarah called Detective Archie at midday on Monday to tell him she found her husband unconscious on the floor. She had been out shopping all morning, but when she visited her husband's home office to ask if he was hungry, he was lying on the ground. The ambulance came and collected her husband, but the detective didn't let anyone else leave. There were three other people in the house. The cook said, I've been cooking all day. The couple is having a dinner party tonight and I'm swamped. The security guard said, I was installing security cameras to make sure everything will be safe tonight. The house cleaner said, I've been cleaning the living room, the sitting area, and all guest bathrooms to prepare for tonight, since everyone will be indoors. Who is lying? Here are your 6 seconds. It's the security guard. The cameras he's installing are outside. The house cleaner said this was an indoor party. One Friday afternoon, Shane, the CEO of a huge company, called the police to report a crime. The CEO said, "Uh, They broke into my office and smashed all my furniture. Then they hijacked the door and now it won't close. When they hijacked the safe, they took all my documents. I have only one key to the safe, and nobody else has access to it. The detective immediately took Shane to the police station as the main suspect. Why? Here are your 5 seconds. If someone hijacked the safe, it wouldn't close, just like the door. But Shane was able to open and close his safe with his key. Michael is a private investigator and was going on a cruise to Norway. One morning, the captain came to his cabin needing help. The captain said he was studying some old 100-year-old maps and fell asleep on the bridge. When he awoke, his valuable watch was gone. Michael called in the last three people who were on the bridge that evening to interview them. The sailor said he was trying to uncover the lifeboats because there's a cyclone in Norway. The passengers might need to abandon ship. The cook said he was taking inventory to see what supplies he needed from Norway. The chief engineer said he was headed to the engine room with two other sailors because one of the engines had a problem. Michael knew exactly who was lying. You've got four seconds. It was the sailor. None of the lifeboats are uncovered. And if there's a cyclone, putting people on lifeboats in stormy seas would be more dangerous than staying aboard. 
Sally went to Hawaii for six weeks for her summer vacation. When she returned, her mansion was trashed and her dog was missing. She called the police and they started their investigation. Detective Michael noticed there were no signs of a break-in and there was fresh fruit on the table. He interviewed three people. Sally's son said, I never visit my mom's house. I'm allergic to her dog. The maid said, I came here a week ago, cleaned the house, fed the dog, brought some food, and then I left. The butler said, I was on vacation at the same time as Sally. I came back yesterday. Here are my tickets. Michael figured out who was lying in three seconds. It's the butler. Even though the dates match, the tickets show 2019, not 2020. Lisa went to the movie theater on Halloween night with her husband. He was running late, so she sat down and waited for him. When the lights turned off, two people arrived and sat beside her. The one on the left had red spots on his shirt. He held a bag with red splatters that contained something very suspicious, and he had scratches all over his face. The one on the right had pale skin, bright red eyes, and he was holding a creepy doll. Lisa needs to go to the bathroom, and one of these people is her husband. Should she go right or left? Here are your three seconds. She should go left. Since it's Halloween and both people are wearing creepy costumes, look at their fingers. The guy on the left has a wedding ring like Lisa. It's her husband. The guy on the right holds a creepy doll that seems to be alive. Lucy is hosting a career guidance conference to inspire young students to pursue their dreams. She invited one person from each profession. When the conference ended, Lucy discovered the most expensive painting in the meeting room was gone. She called the police, and they searched the briefcases of the last three professionals to leave the room. The electrical engineer has a bag filled with wires, circuit boards, small screwdrivers, and solder. The plumber has a wrench, a hammer, and some plastic pipes. The veterinarian has a laser, a hammer, a drill, a fluorescent light, and a pair of latex gloves. Which of the three is dishonest? You've got two seconds. The veterinarian. Most of the things in his bag aren't related to his profession, and he used the gloves to avoid leaving any fingerprints. Da 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 da. Oliver was attacked in his flat and taken to the hospital. There are four suspects, all of them Oliver's neighbors. Wow, I'd find another apartment. Amelia said she'd been walking in the park since early morning. Henry explained he'd been painting in his studio and had heard nothing. Jacob said he'd been repairing his car. Sophia answered she'd been taking a bath for the past three hours. Look at these people's hands and try to figure out who's lying. It's a bit strange that Jacob, who was repairing his car, and Henry, who was painting, both have such clean hands. But they could be wearing gloves. On the other hand, Sophia's hands and fingers don't have wrinkles. But it would be a natural skin reaction after three hours in a bathtub. 
Sophia, you've been caught red, I mean, smooth-handed. The police found out there was a new smuggler in town. Three people were under suspicion. Luna, a school bus driver, Jackson, a fire truck driver, and Daniel, an ambulance driver. All of them claimed to have been busy with their work since the very morning. Can you figure out who's the smuggler? Look at the car Daniel drives. On such vehicles, the word ambulance is normally written backward. It's done so that other drivers can instantly read the inverted word in their rearview mirrors. Well, it seems Daniel has given himself away. It was the day when Jacob was supposed to be discharged from the hospital. He had spent a couple of months there and underwent several surgeries. His doctor told him he was going to be fine. It was safe for Jacob to leave the hospital. But the guy didn't believe these promises. In low spirits, he walked home. On the way, he accidentally bumps into an elderly lady. She gets furious and started to shout at Jacob. But instead of arguing back, he hugged the woman and ran home. Why? Jacob had hearing loss. He didn't believe his problem could be helped. But when he heard the woman shouting at him, he realized the doctor had told him the truth. Maybe the doctor should have shouted. (laughs) Chloe stayed late at the office that day. When she was driving home, the woman was worn out. At one moment, she even started to doze off. That's when it happened. She spun off the road and crashed through the fence that was on her way. She couldn't control the car anymore. It slipped down a steep hill and ended up in a lake. Chloe couldn't move her arms. They were stuck. She couldn't undo her seatbelt or open the door. The car sank to the bottom of the lake. Was Chloe doomed? Rescuers arrived three hours later. The woman was still in the car, but she was alive. How did she survive? After the car hit the bottom of the lake, the water only came up to Chloe's throat. It was a very shallow lake. Good thing, huh? It was Jack's birthday, and the fellow got a present he had been dreaming about for ages. A motorbike. The next morning, he rode his bike to college and left it at the parking lot. During lunchtime, Jack decided to check on his motorbike. Imagine his horror when he found out someone had broken the mirrors. The security guard told Jack only three other people had left his building in the afternoon. They were Owen and Sam, two best friends, and Layla, the girl who once liked Jack but got turned down by him. Owen said he and Sam had gone to the campus cafe to get sandwiches for lunch. Sam confirmed this. He then added the bike could have been damaged by Layla out of revenge. But Layla told Jack her mother had visited her and they had spent two hours together. So, who's lying? Owen has a paper bag with food delivery written on it. It means the guys ordered their lunch, not bought it in the cafe. They broke Jack's mirrors and tried to frame Layla. Not a good reflection on them, huh? Detective Taylor was chasing a dangerous criminal. Suddenly, the man entered a hospital. 
Oh no, there are hundreds of rooms there. Luckily, it was raining, and the criminal left footprints on the hospital floor. The detective followed them and got into a small room. There were three people there, all covered in bandages from head to toe. But one of them was a fake patient. Who? It was the dude in the middle. He didn't even have a medical chart next to his bed. Very quick job on the bandages, though. The CEO of a large company called the police. He was sure that one of his employees, Victoria, had stolen a memory card with secret information. She was going to sell it to their competitors. The police arrived at Victoria's house, but the woman didn't let them in without a warrant. The officers had to leave to get all the necessary papers. By the time they were back, Victoria had already been sitting in her car, ready to drive off. The police officers arrested the woman. They searched her car and clothes, but found nothing. And then, when they were about to give up, one of the detectives realized where Victoria kept the memory card. Can you figure it out? When the police first came to her, the woman had her hair down. But after that, Victoria changed her hairstyle. The memory card is in her bun. Yep, Victoria and her sticky bun. (laughs) Michael was going home from the gym when everything went black. When he regained consciousness, he found out he was in a locked room. Next to the door, there was a computer with a keyboard. On the screen, there was a riddle. Michael had to write the correct answer and the door would open. The riddle went like this. It makes two people out of one. What is it? Michael typed the needed word and the door opened. He was free to go. What was the answer? It's a mirror. Oh, I was guessing a buzzsaw, but this one is better. And not as messy. Two best friends, Emily and Luna, came to a popular and expensive hair salon. At first, the administrator told the girls they had just one available hairstylist. But after making a phone call, she happily announced she had found another hairdresser. Emily and Luna could have their hair done at the same time. But in the process, it dawned on the girls that one of the hairstylists was fake. Which one? Both hairstylists are using regular scissors. But instead of hairspray, the one on the left is holding a can of bug spray. Yeah, that's a big clue right there. A man on a bike grabs Sarah's bag with all her documents, money, and smartphone and sped off. The only way the girl can get her bag back is by taking someone's car and driving after the criminal. There are three vehicles parked nearby. Which one can Sarah break into and drive off, whoops, I mean, borrow? A man is sitting in the blue car. That's no good. If she decides to take the red car, CCTV will spot her. Her only option is the brown vehicle. Oh, and Sarah, don't forget to return the wheels when you get your bag back. Otherwise, you'll be Grand Theft Sarah. 
Mary and her younger brother Alex were mushroom hunting in the forest. Wait, mushroom hunting? What do you do, sneak up on them so they don't escape? Anyway, they started to quarrel. Alex got angry and ran away. After several minutes, Mary rushed after him. She was still fuming, but also worried. Soon, the girl reached a small river. A man was sitting on the shore. Um, did you see a teenager here? Mary asked. Yep, he's just taken a boat and made it to the other side. But Mary didn't believe the man. Why? The boat is indeed on the other side, but the paddles are lying next to the man. How could the boy cross the river without them? So, where's Alex? Kidnapped by the escaped mushrooms? We may never know. Ella came to a party that took place in her best friend's house. It was a riddle party. All the guests had to crack mysteries and participate in different challenges. Ella's task was to get out of a locked room in the basement. The girl was blindfolded, taken downstairs, and left alone. After pulling the piece of cloth off her eyes, Ella noticed the door had a code lock. She also spotted a sheet of paper lying on the floor next to the door. There were four flowers drawn there. Ella looked at them for a while and entered the correct code. The door opened and the girl joined the party. So what was the code? Ella counted the petals on each flower. The code was 5748. Carter was visiting his friend Matteo, who lived in another city. Matteo loved riddles. In the evening, he challenged Carter to get the key to the guest room where the guy was supposed to be sleeping. Matteo dropped the key in the bucket filled with cold water and told Carter to get it. But he couldn't touch the water or use anything to pull the key out. That night, Carter slept in the guest room. How did he get the key? He put the bucket over a fire. The water started to boil and soon evaporated. After that, Carter picked the key up. Matteo was steamed. Nora was an insurance agent. Once, her client called her early in the morning. The woman was in tears. At night, someone had broken into her house. By the time the woman had enough courage to go downstairs, the thief had already taken all the valuables. When she looked out of the window, the man was running away. Do you remember what he looked like? Nora asked. The client answered, It was still dark outside. I understood it was a man, tall and thin. He had dark hair and was wearing a v-neck t-shirt. Nora immediately realized her client had staged the burglary. How did she figure it out? It was dark, and the man was running away from the client's house. Then how could the woman see he was wearing a v-neck t-shirt? Beats me.